The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We have a delightful episode today with Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson calls in and also a really, really exciting young light heavyweight, Tyson Pedro. So uh, tune in and Matt and I have a ball. We have a good time. No dramas. Why do I say tune in like it's a regular radio show? I'm a hack. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I still got to get used to that. I still got to get used to I, that. I don't no, even notice. No digital I still media. Don't notice. What do you guys call now? Uh, Cadence 13 Studios. Oof. Wow. It's a digital good. media sounded cooler. Cadence 13 might be a better company. But I just. I, same company, same great products. Oh, uh, you just yeah. changed the name? Just yeah, the, yeah. Just the just worst name. Why'd they change the name? <laughs> uh, you know, just expansion, so we just changed the name. It's like a, Okay, just yeah. corporate stuff. Well, we have a hopefully good episode. We had such a good episode. The last episode, of course, we had uh, uh, Master Hickson Gracie call in, and we had Henzo Gracie in studio. We had yeah. Amanda Nunez on the phone. It was fun. I could have talked. Stuffy noses with her for two hours. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand how much I love Amanda Nunes now, knowing and that her nose sucks just like mine does? I want to jump out the fucking window when you guys start talking your sinuses. You, I could just hang I'm out like, at her oh, house. Oh, take some day cool. Shut the fuck up, both of you. I could I'm talk, only kidding. I could talk to her. <laughs> she would love me because I would talk to her about the Breathe Right strip and she would say, I've tried this and I would say Afrin. Oh, we'd go back. We'd be fast oh, friends. Oh my God. Henzo went right on his phone. I'm only kidding. I don't Henzo blame was- him. <laughs> If you don't have a stuffy nose, you don't get it. But the champ and I understand each other. Henzo's funny, though. Henzo's looking on his thing, and then he just, then we blurred out of nowhere. We're like, oh, the fight's this Saturday. Henzo looks up, Sunday. Yeah. It's like, oh, what? Henzo? I don't know if it was that funny, like, on air, because you don't see what he's doing. Yeah. But he's looking down on his phone. We all multitask a little bit, and it's not good for you. And none of us are as good at multitasking as we think. We all think we're good, and we yeah. all fuck up the tasks. Yeah, and I love to multitask. I'm on my phone all the time. But you just don't do anything as well. And I tried stopping it for a while. It didn't <laughs> yeah. do well. I, yeah, I, could, I could do things. Can I say this? Tell me. Game of Thrones season what? six was incredible. What season the, seven. This last fuck, season was amazing. Where the fuck you been? I haven't talked to you I'm since sorry. the season You were finale. away, I was Jimmy. Away. I was falling what in the, love. Why am I attacking you? You were Framing falling, spirited. You were falling, falling in love. In love. Um, I, oh, listen. The season was phenomenal. What you, how long did we got to wait? Two, two years? A year and a half. All right. Whatever it is, it is. Is it going to be 2018 or 19? Um, I think it's going to be the end of 2018. Yeah, April of 2018 or the summer. Are, people yeah. are saying that they think that Bran is the Night King. 
<clears throat> Who? Brand. Oh, you don't know. Yeah. Who's Brand? How are you so... Uh, Brand's the, the, the little crippled kid. The what Jamie... is the Night King? Oh, fuck. What man. is it? Why do you even bring it up? What's the Night King? You're making me upset. Tell me what the Night King is. The Night is. King is the leader of the Dead Army. The one who's flying the dragon at the end. Spoilers. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know they were called. I didn't know that. He's the Night King. I didn't know. What they don't know who the Night King is. Well, he's the fucking guy with the fucking ice, fucking spiky hair, and he's fucking right. So why do they think he's the same thing? But they're thinking that Bran. There's a rumor they're saying that Bran is the Night King. You know how he goes in and out of like uh, the past, the future. He sees that he's the fucking Three Eye Raven. Yeah. He's a fucking creep at this point. I, he's weird, right? He's almost like, oh, Bran. It's like I'm not. I remember being Bran, but I remember a lot of other shit. But he might also. be the Night King, the fucking dead one. No, he's not. That's yeah. silly. I don't know why that would be, but it's interesting. Hey, I mean, it's, you heard that before too. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. You see that? I haven't heard that at all. Well, you're not listening. <laughs> I've been p- busy. I just don't know busy. the names. I know the Queen. Cersei's very cute. Oh. Hate F her. That's what you want to do, just a hate F. I really would. Um, okay. I was, not to switch gears. Sure. I, I thought I was late today, by yeah. the way. Why? Because I thought we were supposed to be here at noon. So I'm running late. And I, because I, and I, because the only was, I took the later train. I usually train before I get here, but I had to take the later train because I had to, it was the first day of school for my kids. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. You're being a good guy. Taking no, I had to do school. that. It's nice. It's uh, cute. So I got our little mix up figured oh, out here. So oh. we're going to call Tyson Pedro first, then we're going to call Mighty Mouse. Mm. When are we calling Tyson? Tyson Pedro, <clears throat> by the way, is a really fun young heavyweight to watch. A yes. uh, guy from Australia, and he beat who did he just beat? I know he, I, I, the Khalil Roundtree fight. I uh, love Paul Craig, and uh, he really can take a punch because Khalil Roundtree fucking floored him in the first with a with a I believe a hard left, and uh, and then he just was all over him and he choked him out. I couldn't believe he recovered from that shot. I think he got hit twice going down. What, 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 I know you don't know Khalil Roundtree. Roundtree? Tell me about this Khalil story. Roundtree is a, a light heavyweight. He's in his late thirties. I want to say he's up there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Matt, you know. Him. But he's a fun guy. Irish? I watch too. What is Roundtree? No, he's not an Irish guy. No. No, he's a he's a, a, a African American uh, fighter. Roundtree. Roundtree. Yes. Okay. And a, and quite That's an a, interesting name. A real puncher. Yeah, he's a really hits hard man. Oh man, Look and he's fast this. too. You're very fast. Well, you're showing me. He had like a really you... nasty like oh, yeah, knee yeah, yeah. knockout in his last fight. I think. Who did he fight last? Uh, My memory is going. I don't remember exactly. But I do you know, know that. Oh, in... but, uh, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, only because we never talked about. Did you watch Strew versus? I, I watched the whole main card. Man, oh, I like the girl fight in that. I, I hope I just totally didn't take us out of left field. We'll get back to the, the yeah, round three and everybody else in a second. We'll talk to. Him. Oh, he knocked out Paul Craig also. Who yeah, did? I think he's Khalil six and zero. Doesn't he have all all uh, stoppages? No, t- uh, Tyson Pedro is six and zero. Well, how's Paul yeah. Craig doing? <laughs> Does it sound too good? Of tough All right, it's a tough game, Chris. Yeah, Tyson Pedro is six and zero. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm saying Khalil Roundtree's last knockout was against Paul Craig. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 I think he's. Uh, I, I, I want to say five or two, five and two or six and he's two. Six and two. Six and two. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm five six. Listen, we were going to talk about. Wait, and you asked two. <laughs> I do, I do, Jimmy. I'm so immature. So the fight you're talking about is uh, Toledo Bernardo against uh, Marianne Renault. Did I get that name right? Because Chris is always uh, Reno, yeah. Reno. Okay. God damn it. <laughs> that was a tremendous fight. Let's talk about it. I enjoyed it. All my notes. I, I thought that uh, Struve. Are we talking about Struve? Yes. Yeah, no, you, you said that you just talked about those two. Wait, you, you talked about, about? The, you talked about the bantamweight fight. Oh, the girls. Yeah. You guys can't get. I thought you were talking to Christopher Tusa. Can we get on the same fucking page? Matt, I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> You're right. mentioning their fight. I wrote a bunch. of All right, notes we'll get. Down. So we're, we're leading up 
yeah. to the uh, the Strew fight. We'll talk about that after. Yeah. But let me get that other fight. We I are going to get uh, interrupted, by the way. I'm going to call. That's by fine. you, motherfucker. Yes. Yes. Wait, where is the fight? I'm, I got fucking you, Bernardo Renault. You're talking about, and it was a great, great fight. I think Bernardo yeah. took it. Didn't uh, she take this on very short notice? This fight. Yeah, because Jermaine Duranime, I think, pulled out on 10 she, days' notice. Her hand, I think, is still oh, injured. She's, so. Okay, she's going to start. Problem. No one Boy, she's starting to get hard to uh, to, to, to put in fights, though. Yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I, I like that uh, Renau was a real body puncher. I enjoyed that a lot. Whenever someone's tired, it's got to really suck to get punched in the even, body. I'm not oh, even yeah. talking about it yet. Why not? Because I don't got the fucking paper in front of me. Well, you already fucking know. Chris the producer. God, that's not Chris's fault. Fuck you. That's not Chris. It's right there. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm, I'm, I'm back. I, I, he didn't deserve that. Yeah. Nobody deserved that. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. All right, I'm back. I got it right here. Chris, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. Your soda's cold, right? <laughs> soda's cold. But did you want to talk about, now you want to talk uh, about uh, 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 Renault Bernardo. It was that's re- what I want to talk about. I, that was a very entertaining And um, I think this Bernardo, I, I enjoyed the hell out of her jujitsu. How much notice did she get that on? A couple of weeks, I think. Not much, right, Chris? Yeah, I think it was 10 days. My 10 because, days? Yeah. I'll tell you, she was doing great. But she was really very tired good. by the second round, you could tell. Just She, she was the tired, but I loved some of those trains. Even dead tired, she showed some great um, uh, poise in, those, uh, in, the, in the triangle attempts. I mean, you could tell that even when you're dead tired, you're used to people trying to strangle you and, 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 and dominate you. And, right. um, and she's so used to being in those bad positions on the floor that she was still in that fight... But, you know, unfortunately, if you're not, if you don't have the gas tank, you know, and especially that was her first time in there. Well, that was her first, what, UFC fight? Yes. Yes, that was. Was that Bernardo's first UFC fight? And he's yes. saying yes. He's saying yes. Still talking about multitasking. Well, also, and, uh, and, and, and by the way, the, the way Renault got the, uh, Got the got the win with I. The, how many seconds were left uh, in that six, fight when she six, got the tap? Six, six seconds. seconds. It was four fifty four of the third round. And you know what? Listen, it's one of those things when you when you see the girl when you've seen somebody who's had enough. She's had enough. I mean, yeah. why give her a few more shots or elbows or whatnot? She was she already done. showed that she belongs there. I want to see more of that. Her Bernardo. And I'll, hey, listen. All, and, and big respect to Renault. Renew. Renault. Renault. We keep saying it wrong. We do. All right, we're going to get back to this fight in a second. Hi, Tyson. How are you? You're talking to uh, Jim Norton and Matt Serra here on UFC Unfiltered. What's up, Tyson? There you go. I thought I was getting pranked. Oh, no, it's us. <laughs> we just had a mix-up. We, we have uh, Demetrius Johnson on today, too, and we just had a mix-up in the time. So thank you for uh, working with us. No dramas. Uh, DJ had to come first. I get it. I, I like no, that. No, you're actually first today. We prioritized you. We wanted to talk to you first. Oh, awesome. Tyson, is that a is that an Australian thing? No dramas. I heard no worries before. No worries. Yeah, no, no, no but, dramas. But, hold on, I'm sorry, Tyson. Jimmy's correcting me when I said no. You said no dramas. Yeah. And yeah. then I go, I heard a no worries. So I go, oh, no dramas. And then Jimmy goes, no worries. No, no he- I'm not correcting you. I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying, yeah, no worries. I'm <laughs> saying that is an Australian Have thing. you ever heard no no dramas? Never. I've never heard that. You're, that's breaking. That, this is a new thing that's going to be going out there. People listen to this episode. Is that Australian or is that just something you say? I don't know. I think it's Australian. I say it all the time. No, oh, okay. no dramas. I got no dramas. No dramas with it. How how old were you when you started fighting? Because the beautiful thing about him is you were named after Mike Tyson. Like your father is a, really loves fighting. Yeah, he loves punching me in the face too. So it's been <laughs> okay. a, a love hate thing. Your father? Yeah. Now was he was he obviously the main uh, the main source of your training when you were growing up? Yeah, for sure. Um, we're probably like three or four. He started doing stuff with me, and then. Uh, We've just done, we were doing karate and uh, 
more traditional martial arts when I was younger. Then uh, when he brought uh, King of the Cage to Australia, that's when I started training MMA. So was it kind of like uh, trial by fire when you were a kid? Like, you know, you knew your dad was this tough dude, and he just starts kind of training you rough? I mean, from when the time you were a kid to toughen you up? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he hated me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you have yeah, any brothers? Uh, yeah, I got one little brother and uh, one little sister. Uh, now my mom's remarried, but uh, yeah, he was uh, he was a lot easier on them than he was on me. So they got they got off lucky, I think. Did now did you did you resent that at all? No, not at all. I, uh, when I was younger, I didn't really understand. It wasn't until I got older that I realized what he was doing. But uh, w- when we were in the classes, and I was I had to stay back, or when I noticed that I was getting hit a lot harder than the other kids, I was like, something's going on here. But he toughened you up. Yeah, definitely. How old were you when you had your first fight? Uh, boxing fight, I think I was 16. I was an amateur boxing fight. But I had uh, like all of my karate matches and Brazilian jiu-jitsu stuff when I was a kid. Okay, so you, you had done all that stuff first. Now, when you when you boxed, it's funny, everybody, we talked about McGregor and Mayweather. Uh, was it hard for you when you boxed? Because it seemed like when Conor was fighting, there were certain MMA things he was just doing automatically. Uh, did you have that? Did you run into that at all? Or were you able to keep it like pure boxing rules? Uh, I, I boxed before I went into MMA, so uh, I was I was a bit lucky with that. But uh, I think people underestimate how different the sport is. So that that's a that, it's just a completely different sport. Like I've been doing uh, MMA now for uh, just only MMA for for five years now, and I went and sparred one of our top boxers prospects in uh, Australia, Jai Alpataya, and he made me look like a bobblehead. Really? He bashed me up. So it's a, it's, it's a crazy different sport. Yeah, we were talking to somebody about that before the fight. They were just saying the speed, the hand speed of boxers, You just there's nothing in MMA like uh, the hand speed of a boxer. Yeah, there's, a, there's no need to uh, be that fast. And you're watching a lot different, a lot of different things. Uh, when you're watching their feet, it's, it's a lot easier to not get hit by the hands. And you are, you really impressed me. I think, was that your first UFC fight against Khalil Roundtree? Yeah. That was a really, really impressive win because he knocked you down early uh, in the first round. It seemed like that he has a pretty fast, I think it was a left, and you looked like you were finished, and uh, you recovered very, very quickly. Yeah, it was uh, was actually another punch that rocked me in the fight. It wasn't that one. That one caught me more of a... It was like a surprise that caught me off um, my guard, and he was very explosive, which I think I underestimated. But yeah, he caught me straight on the chin. My eyes were still there. That's how I knew. Like even watching back, I still felt like I I was my eyes weren't glazed or anything. So it was one of the other punches. I think when I did a spinning back kick, he actually clipped me on the temple that gave me some stars. But that one wasn't too bad. Was that the one that put you down? Yeah, I think you said in the pre- in the uh, post fight press conference that he closed the distance a lot faster than you expected. Yeah, it was, and I just uh, had my foot on the inside and perfect, exactly what you'd want to do for a southpaw, make sure he's squared up for you. Was that more of a thing of like when you're coming, I mean, like all these all fighting organizations are great, but is that an example of the, the, like the, the, the competition level at the UFC is just a little bit uh, higher than it is in the other places and that just took a little adjusting? Oh, definitely. He is, uh, it was a big jump up in competition for me, but uh, I think also... Just I didn't get to spar any southpaws leading up to it, so that was a, I, I think I had like four weeks and we weren't able to find any good southpaws for me, so that was a big part as well. Tyson, speaking of uh, the different levels, what is your what's your thoughts on the UFC light heavyweight division in general, and and how do you think you match up against the top guys in that division? 
Honestly, everyone knows it's in the division. I've, I've had three fights, and now I'm fighting a top 10 guy. There's some guys will have six and don't even still get into the top 20s in other weight divisions. So, uh, the leading up, you can see all those top 10 guys. They are just fighting each other, so it's hard for other people to get in. I guess I'm lucky to I've got a top 10 fight in my third fight, but I'm excited to see how I go with this fight, let alone the other top guys. So yeah, it, 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 now, fighters typically don't want to look past, uh, you know, the fight they have because obviously you, you have to concentrate on this. On uh, how do you pronounce the name of the guy you're fighting? I, I have not been able to get his first name. I, I think it's Latifi. Latifi. Ilya. Ilya Latifi. Yeah. Ilya Latifi. Okay. I, I don't feel as bad when the guy fighting him isn't a hundred percent sure. I don't feel as bad not knowing how to say. It. Because it does become difficult. Because in, in, in MMA, there's so many different cultures and countries and nationalities. That some of the, the pronunciations I have a hard time with. And you're the first person I've heard refer to the light heavyweight division as thin. But when you look at it, with it looks like Jones is going to be out of it. And you're right. There are guys just kind of the top ten just fighting each other. So let's just say you do get past. Uh, uh, you get past uh, uh, Latifi. Where do you? Who do you see yourself going? And he is the number ten guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know who's ready. I've like a, I've been trying to get a fight for a, for a little bit now, um, and there's people always injured. It's uh, even and like you said, even though I do say it's a thin division, those top guys are all killers. So it's uh, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping the plan is to have this fight, get a quick turnaround, and fight in Sydney. But uh, I'm not sure who who will be available. That's why I haven't even looked into who will be ready for that. That's a, that's only seven weeks out after that um, after this fight, so should be a quick turnaround. But I don't know who will be available. We we'll, guess we'll see. Have you ever thought of moving up to heavyweight, uh, or, or or no, or uh, are you happy where you are right now? No, nah, not even close. Oh, you don't want was, to? Yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm, I'm light at the moment, so I'd have to. I don't know, start eating some KFC or something to get up there. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. We were talking before about uh, GSP who's fighting a middleweight, and uh, apparently it's not a natural place for him to be to walk around. They say he's walking around like 192, and that's probably not the most comfortable place for him right now. Uh, he, he seems to like he wants to fight a little bit lighter, but this is just where the money is, I guess, is this uh, Bisping fight. Yeah, ni- 93 is perfect for me. Uh, 205 is perfect for me. I don't... I don't. I don't really like cutting weight either. So I like fighting around what weight I walk around. Yeah, and it's funny. We asked. Uh, we had Jones on at one point where he was talking about going up to heavyweight. I guess because maybe for the same reason you're just saying, maybe he felt there wasn't enough big money fights in that division. And uh, yeah. he goes, but I want to fight somebody. He said Stipe would probably not be the choice. He goes, somebody at a certain weight, not too heavy. And then he calls out Brock Lesnar, which was the yeah. fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Went the biggest guy there. You couldn't have picked a bigger dude to call out yeah. than Lesnar. Do you have an, you, but you have no other guy possibly in mind? Because I'm telling you, dude, it does help when you call out guys. And, and, and not to make it like world wrestling, but it does help sometimes because it gets the fans yeah, interested. It builds interest. It builds interest. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I, I'm not even, yeah. I'm you, like... Go ahead. I'll, I'll go ahead, yeah, I, I, I think after the fight, after I pull out that win, then it would be good to call out someone. I've got one name that thought might spark a bit of interest, but um, I might save that for the post-fight. Oh, my goodness. That's it. Tyson, you're not here to, to make friends. That's yeah. right. You're here to just let people know what's up. Yeah. Now you got me thinking, who's, who's he, who do you think he's thinking about? Oh, all right, who, who's he, <laughs> uh, let me just say, it's got to be a top 10 guy. Uh, it's not going to be Jones for obvious reasons. It's not Cormier or Gustafsson. Um, you know, I, I, it could be Uzdemir. I mean... Uh, Huh? I don't know. You won't tell us. Oh, what's that? Oh, sorry, you're breaking up. 
We're just trying to. We're just trying to. We're trying to get you to to. It's Corey tip your hand. Corey Anderson. That's who you look in the fight. I think so. Even that's oh, not that's, that's a nice name. That's a nice know. name too. All right, he's going to keep us in suspense, but that's good. It's more of a reason to watch. Now, your father really <laughs> did. Your father really name you after Mike Tyson? Yeah, he did. I ca- I came out not crying, and uh, a little <laughs> bit of a scowl on my face. So he gave a. He said that's what he named me after. My mum didn't have a choice. So wait, you're the, now you're the oldest, obviously, of three. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you, you, now my, I've got a, a uh, my little sister as well, baby sister, four. Oh, okay. So you know, you you took the brunt of it being the oldest son. Now, does your younger hold your younger brother? Uh, he's twenty now. Oh, okay. So does he fight at all? Does he have any interest? Oh, he thinks he does, but uh, no. Nah. He plays rugby league in Australia. That's a pretty tough sport. As far as sports go, rugby is fairly tough. But does he oh, consider ridiculous. that? Does he consider that kind of fighting as well? Well, now he's started training at our gym. He thinks he's a bit of a fighter, but um, he's uh, he's my worst injury came from rugby, and he's had two shoulder recos, broken ankles. So, they, yeah, rugby's not for me. Well, too much. What, what was the injury you got from rugby? I snapped my leg, uh, full my ankle fully dislocated, uh, snapped fibula. I was out for probably eighteen months. Oh, you out? You eighteen months? And you're not an old. How old a guy are you? You're 25 uh, years 25, old, 18 25. months. Wow. He snapped his fibula. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a bad injury. It sucks. That's a bad, now the fibula is the... Uh, the big bone right oh, here. That is the big one. I, I'm, am I, no, am I, the little, little one on the outside. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Tyson. I'm way off. No, Fuck no, no, that's all right. No, the, uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, that um, <laughs> I, I had my first, uh, I think it was pro, yeah, actually my first pro MMA fight. I was going to have another pro fight and uh, my second and just before that I broke my leg and then I was no MMA for no fighting. I was trying to train, doing jiu-jitsu, and, uh, but just ha- hanging my leg out to the side. Yeah, I, the, I had failed surgeries. That's what put me out for so long. I, w- I went into, they put one bolt through my ankle, went in to see if I could start walking six weeks later and they said I have to go in for surgery the next night. So. Oh, wow. Did you do something wrong by walking on it or is it just not the surgery no. was bad? No, they put a because it was um, a spiral fracture. They're supposed to plate it all the way up the side, but they only put one bolt through, and it just kept moving out towards the skin further and further. Oh shit, man! Stick to the cage fighting. Forget that rugby 100%. stuff. <laughs> now, when, when you fought Khalil, was that? Did you come up on short notice? Yeah, I think it was four weeks, five weeks. Okay, and uh, who had been slated to fight him? And what did you think you were going to be doing before that? Did you have another fight on the horizon that you canceled, or were you just kind of hoping something would come up? Yeah, I, man, it was crazy. I wrote down in my book, I was like, man, I'm going to get the late call up for, uh, I was reading this Think and Grow Rich, and it was, yeah, I, I wrote down, I'm going to get the late call up for UFC if I don't get uh, one of the Australian promotion fights. And um, yeah, got the late call up. Uh, so uh, that was a little bit trippy. So what, <laughs> was, what was the feeling when you got called up? I mean, you're going into your first UFC fight. I think at that point, I, I want to say you were 4-0. Um, yep. So, well, so you don't have a world of experience. You have enough. You've had enough combat fighting experience, but four fights is not like you know, not like a, a veteran. Oh, not at all. I think I was like the second least qualified after CM Punk or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you uh, you you come up, and what are your feelings now? Does that give you more balls because you just don't you, you just don't know any better, or or are you particularly terrified? Um, no, I didn't, I didn't care. I was I, I was excited. I was over the moon. That was that's my dream for the sign with the UFC. I didn't think it was going to happen that fast. But I knew it was going to happen eventually. So for it to happen after four fights, I was I was pumped. I like um, got I was already pretty fit. I, I was a quick turnaround from a fight before that. 
and it was just all the stars aligned. The light heavyweight champion in Australia was injured. There wasn't any other fights. One fight pulled out on the card in Sydney, uh, in Melbourne. It just all lined up for me. So I just took it by the reins and went for it. He seized that opportunity is what he did, Jim. You have to because you can't always plan these things. Like there's always these times where guys get opportunities. And and, and to me, it's like unless you know you're totally unprepared, you got to take it because now you're legitimately in the UFC. Yeah, I, I I know a lot of guys would just even take it, thinking even if I get the loss, I've, my foot's in the door. But I wanted to come. I was coming in to win, and, and you did, and showing you belong. It's great. Now, what do you, what do you uh, did you always want to fight, or was there anything you ever wanted to do? Growing up with a father who's so influential in, in, in Australian uh, fighting, that must have been like the main goal. Was there anything else you ever wanted to do? Well, he didn't. He didn't want me to fight. He was like, we actually had a bit of a falling out when I told him I wanted to fight full time. It does, uh, we had a really hard sparring session. He broke my nose and knocked out my teeth. Um, you knocked out your but, teeth? Yeah, my front teeth. How many of so, them? Uh, one capped and the other one front. Wow. So he did that because he was mad at you? Yeah, yeah. He's like He told me he didn't want me to fight, and uh, I was like, well, I want to do this. And then he thought I disrespected him by telling him that. He, him, him and my mother wanted me to go to university. And I was like, no, I want to fight. And he goes, okay, well, let's go. Did you say, how much you want to fight? Did you say, Dad, you you named me Tyson? Yeah. (laughs) Your dad, you you set me up for this at birth. Yeah, well, when he, he, his way of looking at it was that uh, he he had a run at this fighting thing and uh, there wasn't much money in it and it was still frowned upon and. So and now it's uh, it's slowly changing, and so he he so yeah, but it, it worked he, out for the best. If he wanted you to go to college, he should have named you Hawking Pedro. You don't name somebody <laughs> fucking Tyson Pedro and expect him just to go right after college. And uh, what kind of what did he want you to take in college? Do they have a particular career path for you? Nah, not at all. He just wanted me to go. How does your dad feel now, though, with everything that's working out for you? Oh, over the moon. He. Didn't expect it to go like this. So, <laughs> that's uh, great, man. He backs me 100%. Oh, he's, that's he's good. In my corner still. That's great. So he's proud of you and he's glad that you made the decision you made. For sure. If you would have lost, he probably would have knocked out the rest of your fucking teeth. Oh, I'm only kidding, Tyson. No, 100% he would have. That's why everyone asks why I'm not nervous. I was like, the beating I'm going to get backstage is going to be worse than the one in the cage. <laughs> that's great. Now, do you think, now, is, are you, how big a guy is your dad? Oh, he's lost a bit of weight now. He's 120 kilos now. I don't know. Six foot one. What's that in pounds? How many kilo, uh, How many kilos are you? Well, uh, I'm uh, 98 kilos. Oh, he's bigger than you. Okay, but, uh, he's heavyweight. Yeah. Oh, bigger. When he was uh, so 265, when he was back, uh, when we were sparring, he was probably, through, what's, 150 kilos, 300 pounds. Oh, wow. Jeez, man. And he drilled. He drill- but can move. He was, he's, like, he's like Mark Hunt and my brother-in-law, Taito Ivasa. <laughs> so he can move. That's the difference. I'm a big Mark Hunt fan. Yeah. I love Mark Hunt. I mean, he's getting up there now. It's a little harder for him to move. I think he's 40 years old. Yeah. But uh, sure. I, I really enjoy Mark Hunt, and I, I kind of want to see him get a shot at the title. Do you like, do you like his kind words for uh, Hootie Talk? Hootie, Hootie just, he, he just attacked for, for Doom. Doom. Oh, he's attacked everyone. Yeah, I, I got a little bit of a going in there as well. My my brother-in-law's over in Thailand with him at the moment, training. So they sent me a little party video. Oh, of, of Mark Hunt? Nah, just going in on me. Oh, that's <laughs> Because good. I was training with him. Oh, okay, just giving you a hard time. Yeah, for sure. Okay, uh, are you tr- you training with uh, Verdum? Um, am I missing no, something? No, no, no. Uh, 
because uh, I, tra- I, I was trained at Jackson's this camp. Oh, okay. I, I, I just missed. I just, where did I get lost? Did I get lost somewhere? You you took a left turn somewhere, but you're back now. Well, who? Mark Hunt just called uh, Verdum. Didn't he just call him a cowardly dog? Yes. Oh, there you go. Yeah, cause he, because he wanted to fight him. And, yeah. Uh, Mark took the fight. No, nah, uh, Mark went in on John as well. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed, I didn't hear you say John. Okay. Oh, did he? Yeah, I, I was talking about Fabrizio Verdum uh, because Mark had wanted yeah. to fight him and he called him a cowardly dog. I didn't know what he said about John. I love fucking Mark Hunt. All he does is say whatever he wants. Yeah. He's the best. That, well, you you can look forward to um, ties with us doing the same because uh, that's my brother-in-law. He's just signed and he'll be fighting on the Sydney card and they're pretty much identical. Oh, what's his name? Tied to Ivasa. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. Um, now, what do you think of... Now, now, obviously, if you're training over at Jackson, what has the, uh, what's the vibe been about Jones uh, since this whole thing happened? There's got to be kind of a stunned disbelief. Uh, there's certain people, but honestly, n- not much. It's like everyone just got on with the job. Everyone's got their own fights to do. Everyone's got their own thing to do. It was like, I think the couple days, there was like, obviously, everyone was in shock, but after that, it's back to work. No dramas, right? Yeah, no dramas at all. <laughs> And uh, so people just don't really discuss it, or it's just one of those things that everybody kind of, it is whatever it turns out to be. Yeah, exactly. And there's no, like, a lot of people, I'm a big believer, if you don't know what's going on, how can you have an opinion on it? So until they come out with it or whatever, just get on with your, get on with yourself. Yeah, worry I've, about what other people are doing. I, I've tried to to do that because I like John so much, and it's like I just don't want to believe it. And I, I I could just be an ignorant fanboy at this point. Like I, I'm not going to say he didn't do it, but I, I I'm not going to indict him until the tr- whatever comes out comes out. Then we deal with it. But it's yeah, it's sure. kind of hard when you like a guy. So if I didn't like him, it'd be very easy to fucking to not you know. But when you like somebody, it's kind of hard. You're like ah oh, fuck. Yeah, definitely. You don't want to admit you were wrong to like somebody or just that somebody you liked is human. Uh, who are your influences growing up? Besides your father, who did you love growing up? You, there must have been fighters you really emulated and looked up to. Oh, there's, oh, there's heaps. One of them was John. But uh, um, with John Jones, I, like, uh, I was BJ Penn. Uh, I watched a lot of Fedor growing up, David Tua, Mike Tyson. I was, I was across, the, across the board. But it was always uh, a lot of the bigger guys. And Fed- well, Fedor was always kind of wasn't he a he wasn't a giant heavyweight. What was he like two nah. thirty something like that? He walked around. He wasn't he wasn't a, a massive guy. And yeah. uh, you kind of wish he would have retired a few years ago because at one point yeah, I think definitely. he was thirty and one. And uh, you know, look, age catches up with you. These young guys like fucking you know Tyson come in and they're training MMA since they're four. Mm-hmm. It's kind of yeah. hard for guys to to compete with that when they started a little bit later in life. For sure. Hard to watch the guys that we like. So, what do you think about guys like Bisping? Uh, I'm sorry about uh, uh, GSP coming back, or you know when BJ. You said BJ came back and had a very, very tough time against Yaya Rodriguez, and then lost to Dennis Seaver. Um, what What do yeah, you think about watching? Yeah, it's these- hard, and that, that just shows there uh, what you're just mentioning, like Yaya versus BJ. That like that's hard to watch. But uh, uh, I'm keen for the Bisping GSP fight purely because Robert Whitaker will be fighting the winner of that. So. It's a big one for Australia. Boy, that Whitaker is a beast. Who saw him coming yeah, a couple of years ago? You know, like who saw that he was going to just totally dominate that division? So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the the winner of that fight fighting fighting Whitaker. I really don't know who it's going to be. I'm personally rooting for Bisping just because I know him and I like him so much and he's such a fun guy. So I kind of would like to see a, a Bisping Whitaker fight, but 
That's just me. I'm fucking I'm, selfish. I'm looking forward to that fight in general. Not, I don't know. People are on the fence with it, and if, if GSP deserves it, whatever else. I'm looking forward to the yeah, fight. Yeah, I'm too. Styles yeah, make fights, and like I said before, Bisping, I, again, it was with bigger guys. He lost to Rashad Evans by getting a little bit outgrappled, by you know getting down, getting t- taken down, but always getting back up, not receiving damage, but did get outpointed, and he also lost to Chow Sonnen like that. These are bigger, yeah. bigger guys than GSP. Yeah. But you know that that's you know G, that's the way GSP fights, so it's very interesting. Well, we're looking for we're looking forward to you, man. Uh, you are fighting. It's it's on the uh, main card at two fifteen. It's this Saturday, yes, the September the ninth in Edmonton, Alberta. Congratulations! I'm happy you're on the main card. Uh, Ilya Latifa is who you're fighting. Ilya Latifi. Ah, Latifi. That's the one. And All right. Thi- <laughs> <laughs> and, and things go well. We'll find out who he who he wants to call out next. Because hundred percent. Yeah. I'm interested. Hey, Tyson, man. you are an exciting uh, young light heavyweight. You're really fun to watch. Good luck in this fight, man. I know we're going to be seeing a lot of you in, in the uh, the months and years to come. Okay. Thanks, Tyson. Plus, I just found out. I just got shown a picture while I'm sitting here. We, are you on power? I, I yes, I I was on power. <laughs> Holy, Father Callahan. Yes. Oh my gosh! All right. Well, that's my favorite TV show. So ah! I just watched the last yeah last episode yesterday. Oh, okay. You watched it. You watched the show. Yeah, I, I have. I've only seen season one. I've seen a couple of my what? scenes when I go in and do. You got to do ADR, the, the, which is you got to dub over the curses for TV edits. And I yeah. saw part of the final scene. I got murdered in the final. I, I was yeah. I got killed off. How'd you get murdered? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, I, Dre stabbed me in the chest. Oh, how'd you? How'd you do? Ah! No, I didn't. No, no, I died. I was quiet. I did it quietly. I've seen. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people die, um, in, in video, and a lot of times they don't make a whole lot of noise. They just kind of are the. <sighs> they're breathing in stunned belief. I don't want to watch you die, Jimmy. That's yeah, a quiet one, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> man. I I tend to not like the overdone ones. Like oh oh. <laughs> I've just seen very few people in real life die that way. They are normally stunned. I've seen guys cut in half in video. This is true. And they're just, they're quiet. They're just reaching for things. They're not saying anything. They just go into a place of shock. But anyway, I, I'm glad you like yep. the show, man. And uh, Appreciate it. now I'm babbling about people cutting half. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I was like, poor, well, this is going down. Poor, poor Tyson was just about to say goodbye. Man. I know. Now we're talking about fucking websites to go if you want to see beheadings. All right, listen, Tyson. It was great talking to you, man. And uh, I hope, I'm sure we'll see you in person, okay? Thank you very much. Talk All right. To you soon. Tyson All right. Pedro. Good luck, Take buddy. Take care, Tyson. I'm James Andrew Miller, and I want to introduce you to a new podcast called Origins, as we relive indelible turning points that went down in cultural history and changed it arguably forever. We'll open Origins with a five-episode cycle digging deep into Curb Your Enthusiasm. We'll hear from more than a dozen key players who retrace how Curb evolved from mere smash hit to a turning point in television. You can find the Origins chapter on Curb Your Enthusiasm when you search and subscribe to Origins with James Andrew Miller wherever you listen to podcasts. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans 
apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered, equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Yeah, he's a fun fighter, man. He, he's a very, very tough guy. Uh, so How I'm much more forward. do you like him now that he knows that he knows Well, he was, you know, he didn't he, see He loved that you were on that show. Yeah, I mean, look, it's a really huge show. Were you um, a prick on the show? Like, no, you died, no, no. Were people I happy? A, or you were no, a good person? No. Well, the guy who killed me, Dre, uh, his real name is Timmy. They they really want him dead. I guess he's done a lot of fucked up shit. Tremendous actor, though. He's so oh. good. And uh, I just, I didn't want to, I don't watch anything I do. Oh, but it's yeah. like when you die, it's a weird thing to die on screen. You just kind of do like whatever is the natural movement, and then you just kind of stop. And if they don't like it, they would have told me to do something. You know, they like they would they would direct you if they wanted you to go another direction. I want to see that. People tell talk to me about that power show. But is there anything worse than watching someone die crazy? Ah, ah! I would have overacted. I would have been like, "Ha, Jimmy! No. Jimmy, I'm dying! Jimmy, fuck you, Chris the producer! I'm dying!" Uh, yes, ah. yes. You know I overacted. I'm sorry. I'm new at this. You know what's a great death? What is in? Uh, you ever see Apocalypto? <laughs> yeah. Okay, when the when the the the, oh, the, the, the main beast at the end, that savage guy, when the uh, when the fucking thing pops up and goes through him, the st- he just goes like, ah, ah, like, like he doesn't make a whole shit ton of noise. Yeah, that was a great fucking movie. That movie was really. Uh... I love Apocalypto. I I went, went, oh come it on, Chris! Dis- it's so good. It was disturbing when they were like kill, like doing those sacrifices and stuff. Yeah, no, and then the fucking eclipse happens. Right, all those heads getting chopped off and rolling. That was a fucking Mel Gibson is a great director. The guys making a comeback now. I like Mel Gibson. He's a. He's I think he drinks. Comeback. I think he drinks a little, and I believe when he drinks, he says dumb shit. Yeah, and I think that we're all entitled to say he, dumb shit. He's, you know, he's going to be in Daddy's Home too. Is he good for him? Daddy's Home is a is a fun movie. I watch it with my kids. Apocalypto, I don't watch with them. Oh no, I don't give them nightmares, dude. When that fun, when, when the fucking the one guy is killed, when the father is killed and his throat is cut, and he's just staring at the son. That was such a chilling Wait, scene. What the father was killed? Yes, when he realizes that that's his dad. When the, when, the, when the invading village is in, oh, and he yeah. goes, "Don't be afraid, my son." Oh fuck! Oh, what a fucking no, that's that so. Point. It's all subtitled. It's so. Great. Yeah. I will never stop talking. You never saw City of God, did you? Of course. Uh, please. With Little Zay? Oh, that was such a good With movie. Little Zed? Uh, that was such a good movie. I did. And you know what? I just started getting there. into because, you know, uh, <laughs> that, that I saw, I watched the first episode and I'm in. I'm in. It's got, it's got me. Narcos. No, I want to, though. I want to, but it's I'm amazing. not, I don't feel like reading a lot of shit. Best all. show on TV. I know. I, I'm, the subtitles, everything's in subtitles. Trust, it's, no, a lot is. It's worth it. It's a great I show. Know. I know. I heard it is. What I else know Joe love? Rogan was talking about it. Don't do that. Sorry. <laughs> it's weird. Go ahead, babe. <laughs> the Defenders. The Defenders. I don't know what that is. Oh, what? Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, oh. uh, Daredevil. Iron Fist. I say I saved the the worst for last. I'm not. A, he's a pussy. Iron Fist. Yeah. Look. But listen, I, I know I'm talking superheroes, and we're Sorry. about to talk Spotify, which I love about. I love Spotify. I do too. But before we talk about Spotify, let me tell you, I, I'm in. I'm into this show, and I did not get through Luke Cage. I lost my fucking interest. And Iron Fist. I didn't get through those. I didn't see that. No, it's not, I don't think it's gonna be your cup of tea. You'd be surprised if my cup of tea is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you. It's not tea. <laughs> 
Every, Jimmy, Spotify. Every episode of UFC Unfiltered is now available on Spotify. This is great news. And I know what you're thinking. Wait, Spotify has podcasts? Yep. Your place for all things music now has the world's most popular podcasts to stream. UFC Unfiltered on Spotify. You open the app, tap browse, look for us in the podcast section. Then you follow us on all your favorites to get new episodes dropped into your library as soon as they drop. For more, head to Spotify.com slash podcast. That is great news. So I'm happy to be a part of the... I, I almost said yeah. Spotify family and then realized how annoying that would have been. Um, but I was enjoying talking to Tyson Pedro very much. Oh, my goodness, But We Jimmy. were talking... Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> I'm sorry, before you do get started again, we are going to call Mighty Mouse in a couple of I am, minutes. Oh, okay, I'm, or is it just Mouse or Mighty? Maybe just Mighty. Uh, Volkov, uh, TKO'd Stefan Struve. Let's at least talk about that in the heavyweight division. That was a, a, a very, very... I know. A good thing you I love Stefan Struve, because I'm too. looking over the fights this weekend. I'm excited. I'm yeah. really excited for this weekend. I, we're gonna talk about, I, I don't want to take away from Struve no. and uh, Volkov, because that Volkov... That 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 the that's tough as hell. He is and Struve was in there, man. Yes, he was. He was in that fight. That knee, his. Eventually, I think uh, uh, Volkov kind of figured it out and timed it a little bit. But yeah. that fucking knee is deadly. The thing that but always, then when you're six eleven, it's kind of hard not to throw a knee to face. Right. I'm a, I'm a big fan of of Struve. Also, it always. Obviously, I'm not a fighter, so to critique him, whatever. But I, I always feel like obviously he's such a big guy. I wish he would use like some more front kicks or so, yeah. that turning sidekick that John Jones I, uses just to keep people yeah. at distance, you know? I like that he's working with Henry Hoof now because yeah. that's another big, tall striker. And and he did look good. It's not that he looked bad. I think his he striking his, is... Yeah, his striking... He was in there. He was he in has, that fight. He has a great uppercut and because uh, he's so long. It's like he's five feet away and he just kind of snakes it under and fucking and his arm pulls back. Yeah. So he landed that quite a few times. He has a win, and, over, uh, the, he has a win over the champ, Struve, right? Yeah. He does, yeah. Yes. When was that, though? Let me see. That looks like it was a while ago. From what I... That, I mean... It is a little bit. It was a right uppercut and a fast left that actually ended the fight. Just kind of collapsed him. Did yeah, not. I mean, he fought well, but, it, you know, Volk, like you said, Volkov figured out and started getting in on him and, and landing. Well, yeah, Volkov is 6'7". Yeah. It's weird when you're 6'7 and not the biggest guy in the ring, but he's a big dude, too. I mean, he had a four-inch reach advantage, I think, for Struve. Yeah. It was wanna, 2012, the Stipe fight. Volkov, okay. Volkov didn't call out anybody, did he? Or did no, he? I don't think so. All right. I, I, well, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's got to bring. But really quick, I want to bring this up because there was a lot of hype before... And this dude lived up to the height. Did we talk enough? I don't know if we talked about it on air. We watched that fight yesterday. Yeah, but did we talk about it on air? We, no, we such didn't. a big we didn't. Zabit. Go ahead. Zabit. Magomed Sharapov. Of course, man. Uh, he got, the, he got performance of the night, and he fought a very tough uh, Mike uh, Santiago. And Mike Santiago fought him, I feel, the way he should have fought him. He was trying to get in his face, and he was bringing the fight. He was not intimidated by Zabit at all. And he was. Tr and, and, uh, this was his first fight, though. What's that? Was this Zabit's first UFC fight? Yes. Yes, but he was. But he's got a. He, people know who this kid yeah, is. Yeah, he's great. You know, but but Mike Santiago, I feel is a perfect first fight for Zabit because it wasn't in a guy in there just looking to survive. He was going after him and he was trying to impose his will. But Zabit, let me tell you, Zabit, 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 <laughs> Zabit yes. uh, definitely lived up to the hype. Oh, he looked extremely comfortable. He looks. I mean. The guy looks so relaxed. Yes, he did. You know, uh, and, and you know he's dude, he was already. I mean, he was throwing a lot of different stuff out there, and Mark Henry was saying that's nothing compared to what he, what what he's got to show. You know what I mean? That's only a little glimpse of 
of uh, this kid's arsenal. It's crazy. He did and, the Showtime kick. Oh yeah, just like out nothing. Of nowhere, yeah, just, yeah, right off the fence. Yeah, I mean, I know he was he was pulling a lot of stuff out, and I like that he pull, he, he called out Artem uh, Connors. Yeah, Artem boy. Lobov. Yeah, that I think it's because you know why the guy's got you know the guy's got a, a bit of a name now. You know he's yep. been in there. He's been in some decent fights. He he main evented that uh, fight night versus uh, Cub Swanson. Right, and and. That went to distance. It did, yeah. Cubs yeah, that was doing, a yeah. tough fight. Man. I think that uh, that is a great fight. I don't know if uh, Artem said anything back. Yeah, I can check. You could check. Yeah. Let's, let's hype that shit up because that's a great fight. And uh, <laughs> Zabit, man, he looks, he does, he looks ready, man. That dude, he's going to be a fun, it, it, that's a fun addition to, to this, this uh, already, you know, stacked division. Did you see the uh, also uh, Maribek Tysonov against uh, Felipe Silva? Wasn't he off for a while? Uh, Tysonov hadn't fought in a while. Yes, he's been out. I oh, yeah. want to say like a year. Yeah, like it's, it's been right. a while, and it was a first round knockout, and they weren't sure if his power had gone anywhere. <laughs> that was tremendous. Yeah. yeah, that was supposed to be like a. I mean, it was a great fight for the you know three where's, and a half minutes it lasted, from? Right? and then he, he called from? out Nate Diaz after, which was great. Did he? Uh, yeah, well, he kind of did. You know, he said he, Nate's smoking too much or whatever. He like yeah. he made a comment about oh. it. I'd call somebody out if I won. Why not? You're supposed to. Man. I'm going to best, and I'd name someone, I'm going to best you in a contest. Yeah, that'll get people in, up and out of their seats. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, we talked about... Uh, He's Russian, by the way, Tyson. Oh, what about what about Leon uh, Edwards yep, versus yeah. uh, uh, Barbarina? Barbarina. Barbarina. Barbarina's a tough dude. Yes, they they started off trading low kicks. I like I love I love, I love a fight with good kicks. That's a fight. I, if if I'm this is the fight that came down to that third round, isn't it? Yes, yes, yes exactly. It came down to that third round, and uh, it was exciting. I like when uh, I think Barbarina came back to win that second round, and then it came down to the third round. Am I remembering that correctly? You're Some absolutely right. Fights that was fun. I enjoyed this fight, and I think that Leon Edwards showed uh, definitely some perseverance in there, man. You know what I mean? Huh? Yes, he was uh, finally able to secure a body triangle, I think, in the third, and that's probably what helps again. Didn't he control the entire third round, from what I remember? For the most part, yeah, yeah and then he, yeah, he got the unanimous decision. Now, uh, Lobov, by the way, did answer on Twitter. He oh. said, stay in shape, kid. If Feely doesn't show up, you can get destroyed instead. Otherwise, see you in November. All so, right. He's game. All right, Artem. Okay. All right, that's good. That's good. No dick tuck in there. Yeah. Um, did you know? Probably. That... I'm just anticipating. Okay, thank something. you. I'm sorry. Let me give you a double take. Uh, you know, on the, the first card on the pay-per-view, on the, on the main card, is uh, the, his featherweight debut. I thought he fought there before, but I guess I'm wrong. Of Jeremy Stevens fighting Gilbert Melendez. That's, That's an amazing fight. Right. Well, Tremendous. Melendez is making his featherweight That's debut. what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking, why don't you put it under his name? Why do I get why? Why am I on top of this guy so much today? I don't I know. Play, you're, right? you're very bullying he's a good, today. He's a good, I'm not, I'm not Gil- a bully. How dare you, Jimmy? <laughs> I said you're very bullying today. You're I'm not a, a bullying guy. Giving Chris I'm a, a bully. I can break his balls. Oh, okay. Huh? All right. I'm sorry, Jimmy. Now am I bother? Am I bullying you? No. I'm, I I can't be bullied because I'd rather just get beat up. I wouldn't. Try. I can be beaten up easily though. I wouldn't even try to bully you. <laughs> I can be beaten up very easily. <laughs> so anyway, it's Gilbert Melendez's <laughs> debut at featherweight. Right. Well, I'm a I'm a Gilbert Melendez fan, I think, and and uh, Jeremy Stevens is. I can't say that guy's in a boring fight. Holy shit, I like this. I know which one you're gonna say. Go ahead, Dos Angeles Magni. Yes, that is exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Magni first. That's why it threw me off. Um, I'm really, really interested. I like, I like uh, RDA at welterweight because 
He's good. He was great at, at 155, but with these bigger dudes, he has to go. Are we on the oh, thing? Yeah, we, no, hey, no, hey, what's no, no, up? No. I was just, just going to jump in on the RDA. He was really he was killing fun. himself to make that weight. Well, his last so. fight was was he fun great. as heck. Yeah. That was a great fight. Neil Magny, this is a fun, fun fight. This is a really good card, man. And oh, I'll that's tell you, right. Hey, Dos Anjos went up to uh, and Welterweight. You, and what do you think? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's going to be fun, dude. Magny's a tough dude, too. Yes, he is. What do you think of Amanda Nunes versus Valentina? Because I really do like Amanda, and I don't want to, like, I do you know, she was on. But but I tell you, I, I I have a feeling with this Valentina, man. She's tough as hell, man. Demetrius, do we have you? Yeah, you, you have me. Hi, buddy. You're talking to uh, Matt and Jim on Unfiltered. How you doing? What's up, bro? Doing good. What's up, guys? Uh, we're okay. Uh, how, now, this is a big fight. I mean, every fight for you is big because you've been defending this belt for so long. But obviously, you know, the talk has been about the record. And uh, does this feel any differently? Honestly, does this feel any differently going into this one because of that little extra thing attached to it? You know, honestly, uh, it, it doesn't. You know, as an athlete, uh, and a professional, you stay focused, uh, task in hand, make sure you're doing all the things you usually do for all title fights. Because any day you're just getting there fighting another man. So you don't look at you don't look at what might happen or or the implications of it. You're basically just focused on the fight. I'm focused on the fight. That's it. Because at, at the end of the day, the fight I got to win the fight first before any of the implications can actually mean something. You know what I mean? And there was so much talk too about the T.J. Dillashaw fight, and there was all this controversy, and and Dana was upset, and you went back and forth with him. Have you guys talked at all uh, in in the interim? Have you guys uh, kind of hashed things out? Yeah, yeah, we, we hashed things out and talked. You know, I even saw T.J. Doshaw. We said what's up to each other. I mean, it's not like everybody was, like, mad at each other or, or pissed. You know, we, we just disagreement, and uh, everything's good. So if you fight Borg, obviously you're going to fight Borg, but let's just say you beat Borg. You can never look ahead. He's very tough. But for the sake of the discussion, say you beat Borg, would you look at one of those big, uh, possibly a, a, a bigger uh, a bigger name opponent after? Because it doesn't seem like there's anybody else in that division for you to fight. I mean, you've, you've beaten everybody. Well, there's plenty of people to fight in this division. I can fight Sergio Pet- Pettis. I yeah. can fight uh-huh. like off You know, I can just rally up a whole bunch of names like a fight. Granted, do they have the marketability like everybody else does? Probably not. But obviously, the money's right to go up to 135 to fight. You know, then I'll do it. But the money is not going to be. You know, show me the money. Make make it worth my make it worth my time. We'll make it happen. Let me ask you something. Uh, we're going to switch gears a little bit because I know you're such a gamer. You know, like you're a you're a gamer. You're a game in the ring in a cage, but you're a, you're a video gamer. You're you're big into Xbox, and we talked about this before. Now I have to ask you because I'm new to this. I talked about this before on the podcast, like a psychopath. I just tried my because my wife got it for me. It's a uh, Vive V I V E. It's the virtual reality uh, gaming. Have you ever played that? I have not played the Vive, but I have played. Uh, PlayStation VR, so I, I'm kind of familiar with what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's a lower level of it. I don't, I'm not, I haven't played that, but I know this one is so amazing, dude. Let me tell you something. It's I because I'm I love the Call of Duty. I love Halo. We talked about this. I you know, but I, I haven't touched my Xbox since. It's insane. That I'm telling you, VIV. You got to And I'm I don't have no stock in this. I have no horse in this race. Is except that I love video games. But let me tell you something, champ. You will. The, the, it'll blow your mind because you're in the yeah. game. It's really wild, man. It's really wild. It reminds me of like the X Men when they had the Danger Room. I put that headset on. I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm in a different world, <laughs> so I don't know. I just I don't know if you really heard about it yet, or I know you said you you you, you delved into a little of that at the PlayStation One. But if you get a chance to try it out, do it because <laughs> you're you're into this stuff, man. You'll love it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. It sounds like a, a hell of a time. I don't want to get motion sickness, but uh, I'm all about that life, trying out new things, especially when it comes to video gaming. 
Yeah, man, you'll dig it. Do you get motion sick? Because I got motion sick. My friend had a VR, and I, and I put it on, and you do feel a little bit yeah. dizzy. It's a real, and I, and at one time I was in like one of those virtual reality theaters that they have at the amusement park yeah. where you're pretending you're yeah, on. That a, could get you. They made me want to vomit. So are you prone to motion sickness? No, I'm not. I'm not. But some of those games, you know, when you're playing for so long, depending on what game it is, you can get a little, you know, a little motion sickness in it just because you're moving around and. You're walking, whether you're sitting or standing, yeah. and it always depends on like how well how developed the game was. Why this? There's a game called John Wick Chronicles, and I felt like a five six assassin is what I felt like, Jimmy. <laughs> it was so much fun, Jimmy. <laughs> Now we have to ask you too. The UFC that Reebok they unveiled their new um, like Fight Night Collection fighter apparel uh, a collection this week, and uh, obviously it says Mighty instead of Mighty Mouse. Are, are you going to be introduced? As uh, as Mighty Johnson, or are you still Mighty Mouse? It, it's, still, it's still Mighty Mouse. I really still introduce as Mighty Mouse. Uh, you know, when I got the option to mail to make my shirt or have it way I want, um, I wanted to be related to gaming. And like, when I'm gaming, I mean, people call me Mighty. They don't call me Mighty Mouse, which I prefer to be called Mighty, but everybody's going to call you whatever they want to call you, whether it's you know, Mighty Mouse or, you know, Warren McDonald. I still call him, like, um, I'm the guy. Uh, I forget what his nickname was when he was in the UFC. I don't call him the Red King or whatever. So he was the Canadian know. Psycho or whatever. <laughs> the Cana- yeah, the Canadian Psycho. He has so many different ones. So whatever sticks with me, what I like, I just like to call him whatever I like to call Roy. So for me, I like Mighty. You like Mighty? It's always weird with the name. I remember with Mike Tyson, he was Iron Mike Tyson for a long time, and then I think after he lost, he finally lost, and then he became Mighty Mike Tyson. Didn't he? Wasn't he Mighty Mike for a little while? Yeah, I don't know. You're asking the wrong dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm just kind of knowing everyone's kind of in the room kind of looking at me. I thought that Mike made that his name for a little while. And we also have to ask you, too, um, you know, like you, you even consider the top, uh, you know, the top pound for pound fighter for quite a while. It was Jones and then it was you. And then when Jones comes back, they just kind of jump him up on the list. And, and, and again, I know that that's only a ranking thing and a name thing. But as a fighter with a reputation who wants to sell, you know, pay-per-views and tickets, does that bother you on any level? It doesn't bother me on any level because I have no control over that. You know, like like I said, uh, somebody was like, oh, I mean, some other day told me that I, back, I was back on the list. I have no idea if that's true or not. Um, so I, I don't know why that, that doesn't affect how I fight or, you know, how I go out my life. I just, you know, they say, oh, you're back up there. Thanks. Appreciate it. Bye. <laughs> now, Champ, because you're so well-rounded, you have this guy, now you have a guy like Ray Borg, who's really dangerous in certain areas. And do you have a specific game plan and strategy and how tightly do you follow that? Or, or because you're so well-rounded, you just go in there and feel it out. I just go in there and feel it out. Obviously, you know, we know what he does well and we just, you know, be aware of that. And then just go out there and, and fill it out because people should going to watch you on tape all, you know, all day, whether you, you know, do it shows up or not. It's all the pins, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was watching, I was just watching the embedded Q kids, by the way, buddy, <laughs> you guys were looking for bugs and stuff. I just watched you guys this morning on the embedded show and I was watching uh-huh. him and where, where is Ray Borg from? He's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it looks like I said his house in the middle and that dude is, uh, you know, he, he's saying that he feels that he's got a new, a, a look and he's got some, uh, some scrambles and stuff that stuff that, that, that could surprise you that where nobody else he's bringing stuff to the table that nobody else has yet, you know, that you faced. Um, do you see specific areas where this guy is just, yo man, all right, he's really, really dangerous there. 
and I or or is you just another you know notch in your belt? You're ready to smash. Yeah, I I, I believe uh, Ray Borg. I mean, he does bring something different to the table, you know. But I I fought it all. I fought the the hardest hitter in the division, which is John Dodson. You know, I fought Joseph Benavides, who, who's very around it, dangerous, very game opponent. Kyojo um, Ruguchi, one of the best Japanese fighters ever come out of Japan. Um, who's got a slick stand-up, who's a good blitzer, getting in and out of the fight. Um, so I kind of fight it all, but I'm pretty sure he's in the beginning, everybody's different. He'll have a different way of um, doing his thing. And I just got to be able to figure it out and uh, oppose my will. And, uh, you know, as a, what, how old were you when you started fighting? Did you start fighting as a kid or were you a teenager? Oh, I was, I was out of high school. I was 19 years old. I wasn't, you know, 19 is when I started uh, training in mixed martial arts. And I had my first, I was in the UFC when I was like 24 years old. Now, when you grew up, I know you kind of grew up in a, a very, uh, you know, an interesting situation um, with, with your stepdad and with your, uh, your, your mom. Do you speak sign language? Um, I do not. She reads lips very well. Oh, oh she reads lips? Really? Yes. So if you wanted to communicate, you just kind of have to. You, you you could you talk at normal speed? Because your mom is, uh, I believe, she is she totally deaf. Uh, she's hard of me. She's completely totally deaf. So I just basically talk my normal speed, and she basically can you know pick it up and works out. Uh, you know, she's never had any problems. Are you able to do phone calls like that? Because they have like interpreters that you can talk, and I think you you speak through them, and they type it out. Is it, does that work that way? Uh, she has like a um, kind of like an interpreter phone. So when you talk, it will basically write out what I'm saying. And then she can feel, you know, on her phone, it has vibrations on it. So she can feel the vibration of what I'm saying. And she's been doing it her whole entire life. And she can kind of tell what, you know, I'm saying. Wow. Okay. So it kind of works like Siri in a way. Yeah, you can see that. But, Old school Siri. But, but, but is it accurate though? Because so many times I'm talking into my phone and I, I talk text a lot. I'm really annoying. But I screw up probably 60% of the things I say in the phone, <laughs> especially speaking at normal speed. So how accurate is this thing when, when you're talking into it? It's active. It's, it's very, very accurate. Not active. It's very accurate. So um, it, when I talk to myself, mom will say, hang on, let me read it real quick. And she'll read it and she'll respond. And I'm like, yep, that's right, what I said. And she'll read it again. So it's pretty damn accurate. Oh, okay. And so, and so she doesn't have to type back. She can just kind of speak back to you. Yeah, no typing, just all speaking. Well, that's kind of lucky for you because a lot of people I know who've, who've grown up with somebody who is, who's uh, hearing impaired, they have to learn sign language. And that just seems like a very difficult thing to do. But you kind of got lucky with the fact you didn't have to do that. Yeah, I mean, you know, either my mom, she didn't have to learn sign language either. She speaks completely fine. All right, man. Well, look, I'm a, I just wanted to ask you about that because it was interesting. And I, had, I don't think we'd ever talked about that before. Um, but, you know, look, you're, you're 26 and 2. You're going for what is a, This is the 11th straight. Uh, title defense, which would break the record. Um, you know, you're the best pound-for-pound pound fighter in the world. So you're fighting Ray Borg. It's the main event. It is uh, this Saturday in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, UFC 215. We just talked to Tyson Pedro, really a fun uh, uh, light heavyweight. So, uh, you know, this is a really, really exciting card. Amazing card. There's a, a lot of great fights. Uh, Amanda Nunes, Valentina Shevchenko is the co-main event. So... Two uh, championship fights back to back. Good luck, man. I, I hope I hope you win this. 
uh, A, because we like you, and B, because Ray Borg blew off our show. And it was like, you know, guys complain about not getting any press, and then we're, we want to have him on, and he won't do our show. So I doubly want to see you win. <laughs> oh, we're, we're in your corner for this one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Hey. And, uh, and Chan, make sure you say hello to uh, the, the, your trainer, Matt, H- Matt Hume, for me, too, please. I will. I will do that uh, awesome. when I see me. just came in the room, so I will make sure <laughs> nice. you said hello. All right, Chan. Uh, good luck, Demetrius. Have a good fight. Thanks. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Take, right, take care. care. Bye, bye. That's great, man. Uh, yeah, I hope he does well. I you do know, too. I, I hope, hope he wins. He, uh, fight. Takes care of business, which which I believe he will. Yeah, look, you he's know? always been willing to come on and chat with us. It's really weird how sometimes when you when you meet so many guys, um, you, you don't know who to root for sometimes because you like this one, you like that one, so you just kind of you root for the guys you've spoken to who are nice to you. You know, it comes people, down to that. It's, it's just basically that. It can be that way. Sure. How much how much fan love you've been getting lately, Jimmy? I've been getting a lot. A fan, people just loving this show. Unless they're bullshitting me, they're not bullshitting you. But the majority of my fan love comes from the Chip Chipperson podcast. Oh, fuck you! Trust me, it's how you think I feel. I'm 50 years old. That's my life. Don't do that. They love it. Don't, By the way, when I was putting the ad in yesterday, I noticed you said podcast when you're doing the Spotify rate. Did you do that on purpose, or did it just come out podcast? No. <laughs> Look at that face he has when he puts that face on. You like it? I don't like it at all. <laughs> um, let me tell you. About Sasha and Danny. That's a couple. That's a thing. Oh, <laughs> They're nice. like, oh, you know why? Because no. I saw they she that that uh the the girl tagged me with the boyfriend eating uh some pizza and be like, oh Matt Sarah would be proud. And he goes, oh, and then so I give like a thumbs up on there, and she's like, oh my boyfriend loves you. So I said, I, you know what? I'll give you guys a shout out, Sasha and Danny, because you love this show. And there's another English dude. That I forgot his name. I couldn't find his thing. But he's like, oh, can you give me a... I, I run on the treadmill. And they look at me because I'm laughing on the treadmill. Lennox Lewis? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> Lennox Lewis. I he's English. I would have remembered if it was Lennox Prince Lewis. Prince William? But what I'm trying to say is that I That's feel the guess. love. And uh, I appreciate it. I cannot get back to everybody. Now making me sound all fancy. But I get back to most. I don't know. I, I, I never know where the fan love is coming from. Some are from power... Uh, and they want to talk about me getting killed, or they enjoyed the show. Now, I gotta That's watch. I just want to watch that. That's a very. Hope big it doesn't show. upset me. I'll just picture the chip face when you're fucking getting stabbed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. fucking Jimmy, fucking knife. You know, I, I'm looking forward to these, these these fights this weekend. I feel I need a I need a a fix. You know yeah, what I'm me saying? too. Me too. Although I did enjoy the Stefan Struve uh, Volkov fight. Oh, I no, did no, enjoy yeah. that main card very much. I did, but there's something about a. And I, yeah, I enjoyed it too. I was watching it on my iPad because whatever. But I, I do like when it's a, it's a, I do like the paid reviews, man. I do the whole thing. Of course, it fucks up my diet. Why? Ah, because I like to get some Phil's pizza. Drunken oh. Sicilian for the win. I have to have some pizza just, with me. I just got to accept yeah. it, man. I, I got it, you know, because my girlfriend is a lot younger than me now, and she's my, officially my girlfriend. Oh, Wait a second. Buddy. Wait a What'd you just say? She's officially my girlfriend. Did you? What'd you say? Yes. Jimmy. Jimmy. Now, Jimmy, did you say, do you like me? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, what did she say? I, I like you too. And then you go, do you want to just be like, to not date anybody else? No, I sent her up. I wrote What'd you how to go? I wrote a piece of paper. And I said, do you want to be friends? And I put a box next to it. Yeah. More than friends in a box. It, it, and she checked more than friends. Ah, that's so cute. That's true. And so so now that's... You know, and then I stood up and <laughs> I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That d- deservingly. Fucking no dramas. 
I like that. I'm going to use that. My wife starts saying me something. Tell no me dramas. something. Instead of saying no worries, you can go, no dramas. No dramas. I don't know if it really flows off the tongue. With him, it does. Maybe the accent. Yeah, because he means it. The accent. It's natural for him. It's not natural for me. No, me I, I never said no worries, but I started getting used to saying it because I like it. Colin Quinn was so disgusted with me. We were in a Whole Foods and someone said something. The, 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 the uh, cashier, and I said no worries. And, Col- and, 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 and Colin's like, oh, does it bother you that he just fucking talked to you like an Australian tour guide? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Wait, that's from Australia? Yeah, yes. the no worries? Yeah, and Colin was very happy to uh, humiliate me with that. That's funny. It makes me um, uh, happy to get new words where I'm like, new sayings, but they have to fit. They have like, to fit. Like, well, you know, I haven't seen you in a minute. That's a long, you know, like the kids nowadays. I don't use it because it feels like I'm trying to be hip. Here's what I say. I'll be back in a GIF. Oh, fucking. I say that a lot. That's an old After I have sex with a girl and I'm going to get a towel, I'm like, I'll be back in a GIF. Just sit tight. I'll be back in a GIF. (laughs) And she's sitting there depressed and unsatisfied. No, she's putting the money I just gave her in her purse. (laughs) She's happy. So um, I'm going to be, my kneeling room only tour starts very soon. I'm going to Seattle. Um, I don't remember the date, but it's going to be like in a week or two. I go to Seattle, and the next night I'm in Portland. And I am doing Dallas and Austin, and Ooh. I'm going to donate all Jimmy of the money from those two gigs to the Hurricane uh, Relief Fund. Oh. I have not announced that yet, but I'm going to you do that. You just announced it now. Yeah, I mean, that's a really shitty that's situation, nice. and a lot of people are being generous. And Texas has been very, very good to me in my career. I've had years and years of great won the gigs. title there, man. You did. So yeah. it's, it's a great state. Uh, and they've they've been good fans, and they've just been whatever. So it's yeah. the least I could do. So Dallas and Austin, please come to those shows. I will not make a dollar on it. All that money will go right back into the hurricane victims because that's just a shitty situation. It's the twenty ninth and thirtieth. Horrible situation. Okay. Yeah, maybe get enough to cover your, your airfare though. No, no, I'm only that's horrible. No, I, that's actually a separate thing. Your airfare. Oh. You, you do get a, you do get a buyout for your airfare. Okay, but you pay your expenses. All right. So then you give them the rest of the money. Yeah, but I'll pay the open out of my own, my own pocket. Dude, you're a fucking good man. Every two seconds, my wife's like, I could, I could, sh- you hope you don't mind. I paid for this one, and that one has a brain tumor. I'm like, oh my God. No, but I don't give a whole lot of money. I don't mind no, doing no, it's it. It's, it's a serious thing. It's, it's like, you know, that's, that's a horrible, I mean, you know, and there are fans. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and like, th- we're lucky. We make a good I'll, living fucking off. I'll tell you. You got a regular job and you're making average minimum wage. That's fucking you know horrendous. Who you know who's doing uh, the right thing out there is that Derek Lewis is like a superhero. Yeah. And a truck going around helping people. Is he really? Good yeah, yeah, he's good. He's fun to follow on Instagram. I started following him. Oh, yeah, he's a he fun He does a lot of wacky shit. He's, a, he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, we got to get that guy in studio. I loved him when we talked to him. Can we get him in studio? I like when, when not not that I like that he lost, but when they, after he lost, guys were taking shots at him, and he started going back like, ah, this one's up back from the dead, and this one, he's witty. He's a witty guy. Yeah, he he's a, a fun, naturally funny guy. Yeah, well, he did what did he do? Three years in jail. I mean, that you develop that in jail too. You you fucking what? Just just being strong and funny yeah. and like all the all of your senses. It seems like really Something fucking tells yeah. me that guy's cellmate's not gonna you know. Be making him make the better or anything. No, I don't think so. But again, you never know. I don't think so. No, he's a pretty tough guy. (laughs) No, I think he'll handle himself. And he can take a punch. Yeah? He's jail tough. Derek Lewis is jail tough. Just don't hit him in the belly when he's got to do a little poop poop. Yeah. (laughs) A little doo doo. Oh, by the way, Travis Brown married. Congratulations to Travis and Ronda. Oh, we didn't say that yet? We don't give him a I don't believe we have. No, no, because we had the the Gracies and and Amanda. We were busy. Hickson and... and, uh, and uh, Henzo, what are we going to do? Talk we weddings? such a good time. Do you know I'm, uh, I'm going to go to Myrtle Beach soon. <laughs> For what? I don't know. Uh, what? 
I got my buddy Patches out there has Sarah BJJ. I have, I have a, I, I got to start visiting my, I only have a handful of affiliates. I'm not like Henzo has got like fucking 80. <laughs> well, like, not yet. No, I don't want, listen, I'm not even trying to do that to be honest. I, I'm very, I'm very low key. I was going to say handsome. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> I was, was going to say, say powerful. That was weird, Chris, the producer. Sorry. That yeah, it wasn't but, <laughs> Me and my friend admiring yeah. each other. Sorry. But uh, I'm going to go out there on September 24th. If anybody's in Myrtle Beach, they can stop by my buddy's place. I'm going to, I think I'm going to teach some of my favorite Kimura setups. I'm going to do some escapes from side control and tell some war stories. Well, I have a good time. Yeah, enjoy I yourself. I have a good time. You know what I mean? I like to spread the love. So I'm going to visit my buddy Patches out there. His name is Frankie Showers, but uh, he used to run before. He he, he does the jiu-jitsu full-time now. He's got the, I told you, Sarah BJJ, Myrtle Beach. Before that, he had um, uh, a garbage company, a uh, like a, what was it? The Waste fucking, management. He was into something like that. He had his own fucking- He was in the mafia. He had his own, <laughs> but, uh, and he was all stressed out. You know, he's got four kids. He used to come in to, to he looks better now than he ever did. Now he's living the jiu-jitsu life. He used to come in with part of his beard missing. Because of stress, patches. Oh, hence the nickname. Now he's patches. Now <laughs> I don't think I ever called him Frank in my life. But anyway, I'm going to go down and visit him and his crew, and then I'm going to go in. I think uh, November. I got to tell you this, guys. I think I'm going to Disney World again at Disney Lake. I'll let you know. I go every yeah, year, so we'll talk. Hey, we talk about that off air, but why not talk about it now? And I have to uh, that same month. I believe I'm visiting my buddy in Puerto Rico, um, uh, Sensei Edgar. Has Sarah BJJ Puerto Rico and Maya Wes. You want to come with? I can't. All right. I'm busy. No dramas. Do you know who we got to get back in here? What? Uh, um, we got to get fucking. Uh, oh my god. The uh, wow. Way to bring that I'm up. Blanking. I'm, no, no. I'm, I'm kill you in, like in power. I apologize. I'm, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm blanking. You're blanking. So who do we got to get in there again besides Derek Lewis? Chuck. Liddell? No. Who I love, by the way. Chuck who? Oh, Chuck Zito. Chuck Zito. Yeah. How did I? Oh, Chuck blank? Zito's a good man. I'm getting old. Oh, you just because I don't know. I keep smoking blanking. a lot of weed, but I know I'm blanking. Uh, no, 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 oh. I'm sober. Oh, yeah, that's uh, me. Chuck Zito, I would say. Yeah, I love Chuck Zito. Sure, we should get him back in. He's a fun guy. Chuck's a phone call. I'll call that guy right now. Yeah, you Not should. Not now, man. though. It's Not weird. We're moment. on air, yeah. but I'll I'll call him when we're out of here. I would love. To I have Chuck he'll Zito love to call. We should have him in after the. Maybe we'll try to get that guy in next week or something. Why don't right, we get we'll him in after the fights this week? Fight analysis is tremendous. And I, I love the fact that him well, and Matt, fun. they know so much more than me, about, especially those old <laughs> fights, too. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. Those old, listen to those old fucking... Like, and he's training under Master Henzo, isn't he? Or, or has he? He has, but he's... You know what I like? I like real tough guys that are real good guys. He's a tough guy. I think he's a tough guy, Chuck. I yeah. like Chuck a lot. But, uh, and I... He has and, gigantic fists. I would hands. hate to have that fucking fist crash into my jaw. Oh, yeah. that suck. Any fist in your jaw is not right? pleasant, but one that big, yeah, a lot of muscle behind it. His, his hands the size of your fucking head. They are. The big-handed man. I sat with Chuck Liddell. I was next to him at a UFC event. He was with his buddy, who's I think another biker. They're both big men, and uh, and you know Chuck likes to spread out. And yeah. His knees were in my seat a little bit. Would you do so smack I, him? Bitch no, slap him? No, I I did what they call beta up. I just kind of moved out of the way. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Chuck. You enjoy as much room as you need, sir. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. No, he was. He wasn't being a jerk. He was just sitting there. He's a big dude. Can't oh, help man, it. let me tell you. After after we did the the, uh, the podcast uh, yesterday, uh, me and Henzo went. We went to Mustang Harry's. What's that? That's right. That's right. I wanted to get some pizza on on thirtieth. Sure, but he's, fight, he's training. He's got a yeah. He there. is. I was being a bad influence, but he goes, "Nah, man, come in here." So I got a steak, and we went and we went to uh, Mustang Harry's. It's right around the block from Henzo's uh, Academy. It's right oh. on Seventh. It's on Broadway, actually. Wait, no, 
Well, whatever. It's right around the block from his academy. But uh, yeah, nice place. The, the owners, real Irish guys. We were talking about the, Conor, the food? Conor McGregor fife. They loved food this. Food was good? Well, they just loved the, oh, we love how patriotic he is. Sure. They were talking like that. Food was great. Worst Irish accent ever. I just did. What? How was the food? Food was food was really good. I enjoyed it. I should have went with you. I wasn't you invited. Were, you were definitely invited, Jimmy. No, I know. I had to go. And Henzo was asking, you want to do a ride somewhere? And you're like, no, I got to go be antisocial. I go, what? No, 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 no. Henzo come said, back. Henzo said, do you want to ride? And I said, no, because of where I am. I live on, I'm, I'm on the east side, Lower East Side. And Henzo's yeah. going to East West 35th Street yeah. or 34th. So I might ask this guy to put him on the spot yeah. like that. I was being courteous. I, I, I love spending time with him, catching up with yeah, him. Yeah, he was a fun guy. Oh, man. I mean, that guy changed my life, Jimmy. He did. I, I wouldn't be sitting here with fucking Jimmy Norton and fucking Chris the producer. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Chris the producer. Uh, I apologize for today. I'm a, I, was a little, I was a little on edge from yesterday with you. Why? Why? What did I do yesterday? <laughs> no, he didn't do nothing bad. Sometimes people say things to me, and I get a little. What did he say to you? What did he say? Did, did I know I said something? To you? Nothing what bad. Say? What did he say? No, he said it when you were out of the room. Let's get I it. Let's get no, it. No, 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 no. Oh. no. It's one of those things because I get I excited. I get excited. Like the, I'm all excited. I'm all. I'm in a certain zone, and then somebody will say a little something. Yeah. And I'm like, hey. it just like, oh, kills your mojo. Uh, shut up. What did he say? Nothing. What'd he say? Yeah. What, do you remember what you said? I, I know what I said. What'd you say, say Chris? Je the producer? <laughs> I said, well, because it was going to be you guys, Hanzo, and then we are going to have Hickson on the phone. So oh, okay. I just said, out loud, not What'd necessarily Wait, Jimmy Smith, wasn't here. I wasn't here. No, yeah, Jimmy he, he, he doesn't bathroom. talk to Jimmy like that. So basically, it's meant towards me. Yeah, I just, Go ahead, what'd you say? What'd I just say? said, let's just be mindful when we have somebody on the phone, there's four people, let's not try not to talk over each other, that's all. That's all I want to say. Because so you, you don't know Henzo if there'd be too? a delay. I did. Henzo was there. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, sure I'm, staring, I'm staring at you right now. Jimmy. Henzo heard it. I didn't hear him say that. You weren't in the room. Oh. Because <laughs> you don't like to get, you know. Just remember, kids. <laughs> just read that. So it's more about how it's. Because it wasn't meant for Henzo. Henzo wasn't listening. Henzo was on his phone. Oh, yeah. All right, let's just remember uh, everyone. And he's, he's, he means it's his message. Because right? <laughs> I like to talk a lot. I get, I get excited about a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, you're happy. He saw, I, was like, I was like in my seat, like, like, like giddy. And I think he saw I was getting excited. So, he, so what he did, what he did, just, just pissed just on my parade. It. See, with guys like Matt brought me and, down. and Henzo who it know each down. other and Hickson. Like, Henzo interrupted Hickson. But it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's like me talking to Bob Kelly. It's like guys that you know your whole life are 20. Like, it, it's a different but dynamic. I, but you know, I, right? I feel Henzo was doing that because I think Hickson's kind of like, I think Hickson is so like reserved. Like he'll, yeah. he was great. Hickson. No, I mean they were just talking comfortably. But and yeah, and, and Hickson and Henzo was always chiming in to uh, give props to his to his cousin that sure. he respects so much. But no, no, no. Listen, I'm 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 what we call kidding on the square. You know what that means? Sure, but explain to Chris. Yeah, what is you it? know what that means? No, that means no. I'm just joking around. But it's you know this. Oh, kidding on the square. Kidding on the, what the fuck you think I said? Kidding, like in K I T T. I didn't know what that meant. I'm kidding. Oh, kidding. What the fuck you think I just said? Kidding. K-I-T-T. -T. I don't know what... Like, no. a kidding? I, I, that's what I'm saying. Don't you? Like, no, I'm kidding. kidding. Joking well, around on the square. So in other words, yeah, I'm joking, but I'm a little serious. A little truth spoken in jest. All right, everybody. Now listen, oh, it's going to be a great episode, but listen, let's just remember, <laughs> there's going to be three, four people in studio it, and then somebody on the phone, so let's not, you know, start talking over each other. So basically, uh, it was, uh, here's uh, a great episode, guys. This is Hopped Up. Matt... Don't do that shit yeah. you do. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Well, I'm sorry if I upset you with that, but I was really just about maybe if there was going to be a delay or whatever. You know, there's a lot of people. That ship has sailed, Christopher. But right. I think we're back. I didn't mean to, to, to yell at you this morning. That's okay. Well, I didn't I really yell. If you, if I got over it quick. But, you know, here we are back again. It's all about, I think relationships are about communication. Yes. No? I don't disagree. 
going to talk to management about him. You should. It's, it's pissing me off. Major problem. Nah, he's a great guy. All right, listen. This was a lot of fun. <laughs> Thank you to uh, uh, mighty, uh, mighty Demetrius Johnson. I don't think, mighty he, Mouse I don't think he cared whether or not. He's just kicking ass. He doesn't care about a nickname. And also Tyson Pedro. I enjoyed him a lot. He was a nice guy. Yeah, man. yeah. He's and a big a, kid, too. Interesting guy. 25 tough, fuck. Tough dad. He, he, and he's a tough fucker. Right? He is a tough fucker, man. I, I'm telling you, Roundtree, watch the Khalil Roundtree. Uh, he, he he hit him with a right and a left. He hit him with two shots. He went down hard, and he just fucking- a fun fight. Yeah. I like when we get some new blood in here. I do, too. You know? I do, too. I would also like Chuck Zito to come back, even though he's not new blood. We've, he's been here before. That guy's a phone call away. Right. Do we get anybody lined up for next week? Are you um, going to keep us in suspense? Yeah, we'll talk about it up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, why? In case they fucking Ray Borg us? Yeah, <laughs> what? Decide uh, not to come? Uh, Ray Borg, no no we're no rooting one? against you this weekend, pal. Yeah, how come no one will uh, promote our fights? All right, we'll love well, to have they, you on. All right, I'm not interested. Man, oh, sorry. People talking about TJ Dillashaw there. Where's my respect? Want to do an interview? Nah, I'm busy. You know what TJ did? He did an interview. We talked to him. We did. We've talked to Cody three times. Right, yeah. not, that guy's got an obstacle in front of him. Let's not attack poor Ray Borg. Not attack him. I'm, no, I'm sure can, he's a great we, guy. I would love to have talked to him. What happened? He canceled on us? Yeah. He did, well, he didn't cancel. He it just he, he They canceled. were trying to set it up, and then he never got back to who was trying to set it up. That's Why don't you be as canceling. tough with Ray Borg as you are with that me? That is true. Why not you no. give some harsh words to Ray <laughs> huh? Borg? Chris, the fucking producer. It's all about Maybe Matt well. being a bad guy. Matt's the bad guy. All right, I'm done. Listen, <laughs> plugs. You already plugged. I plugged already. Just go to my website, jimnorton.com, if you want to see me. Yeah. And listen to Jim and Sam in the morning. I always uh, want to see serious. you. Oh, what a blast. I'm gonna, I was about to say, I'm going to come back on that show soon. I'm not even invited. Do you know who we interviewed today? It was really who? fun. John C. Riley. You know oh, that? I love the Step Brothers, man. Him. Oh, no, no, no. My fault. John C. McGinley. <laughs> the fuck is that? Oh, you know who he is. He was in I do? He was in BFC Platoon. Oh wait, hold on a sec. Don't even don't say another word. Don't say don't say another word, guys. Okay. Both of you, please. Sure. He's in fucking office space. Yes. Yeah. And he's phenomenal. And he's in, in Wall Street. And any given a, Sunday. Scrubs, Dr. Cox. Scrubs. He's oh, wait, great. No, wait, wait, he's great. Wait, do I got the right guy? Yes, yeah, you do. You he's the one who was interviewing those guys. Yeah. Like, uh, he's like, let me ask you, what's his favorite song with uh, yeah. uh, uh Michael Bolton? I yes. celebrate his entire time. Oh, I love this guy. Yeah. Uh, this guy's great. This guy's Dude. He's in talk radio with Eric Bogosh. He's been in six Oliver Stone movies. He's a very good comedian. Oh, oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, goddamn right he was. No, he was with fucking Barnes. With uh, Barnes, I got to get on that chopper. We talked about that today, yeah. Did you? Oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to be redundant. It was so good. Because I'm not going to do it as good as you guys. Yeah. I was like, do you remember the time when Sergeant Barnes wouldn't let you on the chopper? What was happening? Did you talk to him about that? I did ask him about it. But he had a good answer about the fucking being good friends with Tom Berenger he, he made good acting points for those interested in acting about so, how it's a when you when you're acting you're lying so the the le, the the smaller you can make the lie the better it reads the truer so he became good friends with Tom Berenger he made him his best friend and uh, like weird like in real life because this way there was less of a lie on camera um, just an, an interesting interesting look he's just great man he's what about fucking Tom Berenger man that guy's he still, a good he still actor. works yeah he's, he, I mean that's Platoon. Platoon was amazing. It was. How was amazing was that? Dude, Do you like that better than um, Apocalypse Now? Yeah. No. You don't? I don't like anything better than Apocalypse the Now. The horror. Yeah, come on. Martin Sheen in that? The horror. Martin Sheen was amazing in that. It's amazing that it's father and son. Because that's that's Charlie Sheen's best work. And Charlie... Yeah, although Charlie was good in Wall Street too, though I thought he might have been better in Wall Street. I don't he like wasn't that a... fucking yuppie shit. Oh, but dude, it was great. But I love I don't, I don't Michael. Uh, Michael uh, Douglas won the Oscar for that. Is Gordon Gecko? Yeah. Ooh, Gecko. That's a great movie. 
gecko. But Platoon. Martin and Charlie. Platoon. It was great. It was fucking amazing. It was great. Right? I was on the elevator at Sirius the other day. Yeah? And I'm, I'm talking to a guy. I know his face. A black dude. He goes, hey, man. We met at whatever. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm like you are, you are. He goes, yeah, I'm in a, I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, I knew him. He goes, I'm a singer. I'm like, oh, no, no. He goes, I'm in, in Living Color. And I go, what do you do in the band? He goes, I'm the singer. I'm like, oh my God, it was Corey Taylor. Not a Corey Taylor, a Corey, uh, God damn, look him up. My memory's gone. Wow, now, not only do you not recognize him, you don't even know his name. No, but I do, but know, listen, his, I do know his name. You know what's embarrassing too? It's over Co- at that serious building? Corey what? Hold on, sorry. What is that? Corey Anderson. But th- what happened was. <laughs> no. No? Corey Glover. Feldman. But listen, the thing is this. Corey Glover? Corey Glover. Yeah, that was my next And he guess. was in Platoon. Was he really? Yes, he was the black dude in Platoon. I, the, no, there, there, there was, was also, there was also Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know? um, but he was he was one of the guys. Johnny Depp was in that movie. He played the translator. Of course. Um, but really, oh, what the fuck? Come on. No, don't do that to me, Jimmy. <laughs> don't do that to what? me. Because I was about to say something. Okay. For a fucking half an hour, and now we now you got me off it. You can. No, we I were was talking, talking about, about Corey Glover. I'm so annoyed now, Jimmy. No, I don't be. No, because I had something I wanted to add in. About what, Platoon? No, fuck that. What are you talking about Platoon? It's, no one's not, it's going to come to me when we're, when we're out of here. So tell me on the train. Ah, I, want to, I want the audience to know. <laughs> Damn it, Jimmy. Don't <laughs> well, do that to me. Well, we can also all right. we can also bring it back up next week. Oh, Chris, man. will you write that down? So Sure. It, but write down what? That Corey I, something? I forget shit? Corey something. Yeah, but I, dude, I forgot Chuck Zito's name. I forgot Corey Glover's name. What's happening to me? Is that is that is that? Oh, can I tell you what I was gonna say? Yeah. Wait, okay. wait a second. Stop. No, okay. don't do it to me. <laughs> I was at the serious building with you last week with Bobby Kelly. It was yeah. two weeks ago, right? Whatever it was. Don't look, Jimmy. Now you're not even acting like you want to know my I'm, story. First of all, I I am knocking. You're nut looking at the floor. Way. No, I'm, I'm kicking something out of the. You don't way. gotta stare at me. I'm listening. You were at the serious. Building. I was at the serious building. And I was leaving. I was with Bob Kelly. First of all, you didn't even say goodbye. It's not your fault. You just took off. Oh, you don't have to say goodbye. I was to taking me. a shit. All right. Anyway, so I'm leaving with Bob Kelly because I don't know where Jimmy left, went to, and there was this guy looking at me, uh, a stocky guy with tattoos. He had a beard, and now I don't know why I thought. So he's look and he looked at me like he, like he recognized maybe that I fought or whatever. So I'm looking at him with Bobby Kelly, and I go, hey. And he goes, hey, man. He goes, you're uh, whatever. I go, I go, you. And now, for some reason, there's a guy, there's a wrestler. I have a guy in Long Island that says there's a guy that has a, a, a there's a guy, Taz, who's a wrestler. Sure, I like yeah. Taz. I don't know what he, I don't know what he looks like. He said, can you give me what yeah. that guy looks like? But he's a, he does a, a talk show. Yes, he does. And he used to be a wrestler. Right? That's right. So I don't know what the guy, I'm not familiar with the guy. If I see him, I might not, I might recognize him. Oh, you fucking now you got the Tasmanian devil on there. That's Oh, okay. So I, I think he's in Long Island, but I have a buddy of mine, Michael Mike Mike's uh, single leg, Johnny single leg, good good guy. That's Mike. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? So anyway, one of my old students, Johnny single leg, wanted to hook me up with him because he does a radio show. I don't know what it was, but it, but long story short, this guy recognizes me. And now I'm thinking of that story that Johnny single leg told me about this guy, a wrestler. So I'm like, oh, you're. Are you a, a wrestler? And right away, the guy looked disappointed. It was Action Bronson, who's a rapper. Oh, he's you know who that real, guy yeah, is? Very famous. Very rapper. famous rapper. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm a fucking asshole. So, I'm, so the guy recognized me, but probably, first of all, not for nothing, he probably didn't know my name either because he didn't sound like he came up and go, hey, Matt, Ray Champ, even though I was a champ for half a second. Look, so I'm, this is guy kind of. Yeah, I guess he's. Yeah, he's famous. Yeah, he's got a show on Vice, I think, too. Yeah, he's a famous guy. <laughs> I just didn't know, but it's not my fault. I can't know everybody. But he kind of—you could think 
that that guy could have been a wrestler? No, yeah, look sure, at him. for sure. What All kind right. of show on Vice? It's a cooking show. So then Bobby said hello to him. Bobby. Like he goes around and like you know, it's like a travel. He travels around. So Bobby recognized them. I guess Bobby knew him. So he, so we walked right in. I go. So he went to Bobby. He goes, hey, he thought I was a wrestler or something. Not really. I guess a little like that's whatever. Right. So we get in the thing afterwards. Like oh guy, okay. and then Bobby told me that he's a your friend. Bobby tells me he's a he's a rapper. So like, oh man, I love rap. So Bobby goes, oh you don't like rap? Go ahead, name a rapper. Like, what do I got? I got to prove. I got to break out my fucking Pandora list to you, Bobby Kelly. Calm down. I wouldn't have taken that shit. I like Bobby a lot, though. I know. I do like Bobby a lot. I don't like him saying that you don't like rap. He could say whatever he wants. Man, if you choked him out in the elevator, what a video that would be. It was me, him, and the the Cannon kid. The the, the Mike Cannon. Is that Mike Cannon? Who's that other comedian? Comedian, Mike Cannon. Nice kid. Very funny. And he's wearing a Biggie Small shirt. He goes, and I didn't name one right away because I don't like to play that game. Name. Oh, you you like heavy metal? Name a band. I'm not going to play a. Oh, uh, 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 Black Sabbath. What, I got to play your fucking. (laughs) What, I got to dance to your fucking. Dancing monkey for you? What am I gonna dance for the guy? He's your friend. Matt's having a Captain Quig meltdown. <laughs> what is that, Captain Quig? Oh, from Kane Newton, Humphrey Bogart. Really? You and fucking Ray Longo gets that reference right now. That's about <laughs> it. All right, people, listen to me. I can stay here. The music's playing, Jimmy. We don't hear it, but it's playing. We will see you next week. Ah, Jimmy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, did I wait you out at the end over here? Bye, everybody. Yeah, bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.